Oh shit! Two in a row in like success in successive weeks. Is that succession. the right succession? Weeks in succession. In su- I botched that whole fucking yeah. welcome up. Welcome back, though. It's the <laughs> PDKU podcast. You're here with uh, Nathan Future and Dylan. Uh, Please don't kill us. Good to be back in your eardrums again, man. And it's just every on. day is just crazy, crazy, crazy. Joe we- Biden falls down once a day. I mean, at this point now, you know, he he will kill himself. The deep state won't even have to do it. He'll just off run into a somehow, helicopter right? blade or like get sucked up into a jet propeller. How crazy would that shit be? They'd be like, uh, look, guys, we're going to have Biden speak on a warship out in the middle of the ocean. And we're going to put his uh, whatever the podium right there at the, you know, here's here's where it's set up. And then he just goes and walks right out the fucking boat. And they don't <laughs> save him or not. OK, fine. him. he's gone. Something happened. He got eaten. I don't know. Uh, but plenty to talk about. Uh, Biden falling, yeah, that was that was pretty big news yesterday. He hit his head today, getting off of the Marine One, I think is what they call it, the helicopter. Uh, we were watching that as we were loading this up. Smoke got got him head. a good knot on his head. That, about now, his head's feeling real nice. He's got right. a big old swollen. You know, his hip blood. is hurting from falling yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm in a fight with Mike Tyson right now. I can't even see him. It just and you know, and it, it kind of goes back to you know, as we talked about off off mic uh you know having political debates and things like that with people it it's just interesting to get a feel from a different perspective that's one of my biggest reasons why i love it is you know although i might understand that whomever i'm talking to they're gonna definitely have a different opinion i'm i'm more than okay with that because it it does two things one it kind of tests you to see if what you believe in kind of holds water you know can you support your claims that you're making right and then on top of that, it's a matter of, or it's an idea of getting, again, just a different perspective to Because, you know, even with what we talk about shit, they'll be like, oh, I didn't even think about that angle. That's kind of a different way to look at it for sure. So it's it's good to to get that. And, you know, when, when I see all this shit about Biden, obviously from our perspective, I don't know, at least mine anyway, I think he's an absolute joke and he does absolutely nothing. I mean, it could be me up there being president. You know, for what he's doing, you know, he's nobody. You're, you're not as controllable as Joe Biden is. Goddamn right, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but but if, if you remember back, there were a couple of things uh, to compare and contrast. So there was a situation where Trump, uh, similar, was at like one of these graduations, or, you know, whatever the case was, and he was walking down a uh, slanted ramp. And, you know, at the time, he gingerly walked down and, you know, looked like somebody that was walking. To not fall down, you know, but of course the media took it as, oh, look at Trump, his his togetherness is just out of sync. He just, you know, he can't even walk down a ramp, you know, so they went on this whole tirade about how terrible Trump is. Uh, when he went to drink some water one time, they criticized the shit out of like, who drink? Which, again, it is fucking weird how he drinks water out of a bottle. A thousand percent don't disagree. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen it. You got to watch it. It's the weirdest thing because it's like he, he takes the top and then he... Puts his like lips on you. out. It's it is weird, but you know it was a news story. You yeah. know on how this fucking guy drinks water, and we got this guy tripping and falling all over the place, shitting his pants when he meets the Pope, and all these things. And do you hear anybody calling for a cognitive test? I mean, Donald Trump took one while he was president because they were constantly talking about how he's just out of it. I hear you calling for one right now. I mean, there I'm sure there are other people on internet news and things like our shows that would be talking about it, but the fact that it doesn't come up. It's like, just like with the debate we've talked about with, you know, why do we only hear about black folks that get killed by police in the news? It's the same concept. Why do they choose to not 
push on that? Like, why they got look? What is going on? It, like, it doesn't assist their agenda. I mean, the George Floyd autopsy came out just the other day and showed huge amounts of fentanyl and other drugs that are potentially life threatening and no life threatening no injuries. Threatening injuries. That's and a yet, quote from the coroner. Yeah, and yet we had you know all of the movement behind that event. So they didn't even need it to be a true event. They just needed something that they could fit to their narrative to use to manipulate the masses into doing exactly what they wanted them to do. And look what that did to Derek Chauvin's life. You know, and we talked about this too. If you want to say that, you know, he might have, he could have handled it different. And I think usually the lesser charge is like manslaughter or some variation of it, like accidental death or, you know, something like that. If you want to say, hey, look, he's a cop, he's in his custody. So therefore he died on his watch. Okay. That's an argument, but that was not the discussion. It wasn't, it was murder. It was fucking murder. And so, you know, the fact that that can come out and, you know, what we're going to say that the the coroner's racist. I mean, like, what, what would be the and here's what happens, though. It just doesn't get covered, you know, just like with the Russia, Russia, Russia thing. They talk about it for three years, five years. And you got all these politicians and news people swearing left and right. He colluded with Russia, colluded with Russia. Well, when uh, um, uh, Mueller does his report nothing but they're like well still you know we'll wait for the Durham report the Durham report comes out even more even worse than nothing it connects the dots that the Obama administration knowingly worked with the Clinton campaign to push the lie and say yeah we're going to do this we're going to frame him and say he worked with Russia and now we just so happen to be in almost in a war with Russia and you know, and, and again, you bring this up to people sometimes and they don't they don't connect the dots. They don't see that. And it's well, because you have to see the dots to be able to connect them. And right. the mainstream media's whole agenda is to show you dots that don't exist while erasing the dots that do exist so that they can draw their own picture for the dots. Well, uh, Harrison Smith, when he does his morning, he talks about this. He, he kind of outlays it good. He's like, they'll tell you the truth. But then with a just a, mara- a barrage of lies around it, you know, like, OK, so this happened today. And then it's like, but, you know, because of this white supremacist Indian guy that drove his uh, U-Haul into the gates at the White House with his Nazi flag, that the cops just so happened to neatly lay out cleanly and flat and perfect for a photo op. And you could still see the creases in it from where it had been unfolded, like not like it was hanging on his wall in his room, like it was still neatly like squared here's what's even better packaging they've already released the guy and he's out and he said that he was going there to take over the white house now mind you that sounds fucking crazy to me however there are people one guy no guns right exactly but they're january says people right didn't ever say that they were taking over that they were there to protest and peacefully protested that and they're they've been locked up and still and you know it keeps coming out Stuart rose just got found guilty of sedition uh, I think they 16 years, I think something like he wasn't even in D.C. when it happened, but he was allegedly one of the co-conspirators. Right. Uh, you still get this situation where right now the one of the committees, I can't remember which one in the House is asking for, but one of the committee members and or committees are pushing for some documentation from uh, Director Ray in reference to some of the Biden stuff, some of this corruption that there were whistleblowers and things like that. He's silent so far. Been like a week or two they've been asking for him. He ain't producing and they said nothing. So it's just this, you know, this two-tiered justice system here a lot, or this just just the way things are talked about, covered. And you know, we try to point it out because it's like as I was having this debate with a family member, I, 
why? Why is it that you, why do they not ask for cognitive things about Joe Biden? Why do we not see, or why are we not allowed to ask questions about the election if it's when Donald Trump wins or when he loses? <clears throat> but when Donald Trump wins, every Democrat on the planet can question the election and say the election is this and that. And it, it, Why do you think, and that's what I try to pose to people who I would call normies or people that, it's like, look, man, I don't think you know many people that look at as much news and taking as much as I do. Not to say I know everything at all, but I'm addicted and I scroll constantly. I mean, I'm looking. I see, yeah, I'm looking I'm for it, it and I'm trying to get into the, the depth part of it to, to understand it. And I just be like, yep, I saw this, but I want to know it. You know what I mean? And it would be no different if you had that uncle that like, oh, he's been watching baseball for his whole life. You know, mm-hmm. he'll tell you everything. You know, right. you don't he doesn't tell you some of our baseball and you're like, boy, stop it. Just because you're a Yankees fan, you know, right. he probably knows what he's talking about. So it, it, just to say, hey, why do you think the, the news outlet that you're choosing is giving you the story the way that they are? What do you think is the what's the purpose? Of, just like with COVID, you know, shit's been coming out left and right about COVID. And actually, I wanted to play that video. Did you watch the one I sent you? I did not. I wanted um, to it's, play it. it's interesting, though, that the. Usually you can look at a storyline and the side that is giving the government more power is usually the side that is getting the most mainstream media support. Oh, sure. And, you know, in, in a perfect example is Robert Kennedy. He just like we were talking about Chad yesterday. He's like, I hadn't heard of him. It's like, yeah, you know why? Because he does not like the vaccine. That's why you haven't heard of him. He's very anti-establishment, clearly. Even though he's left, 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 he, been he left like, his whole life. He was like, he's a Democrat? I was like, yeah, he is. He uh-huh. couldn't believe it. You know, like he just couldn't You're wrap- actually saying you like a Democrat, right. Nick could, Like he, could, he couldn't wrap his mind around it. You know, he couldn't. Yeah. And, that, and that, again, is the point. Why do you not think you've heard of him, man? This guy, in some instances, polling 20%. You know, so it it's... He's got crossover appeal, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. I mean, his speaking is tough. It's oh, hard it's, to get over. It's like watching um, Fetterman try to talk. It is. Or... It's hard. It is hard. But, if I mean, if you get past it and you listen to what he talks about, he's on he's point. He's solid as fuck. And he likes crypto or uh, Bitcoin. He so does like Bitcoin. The fact that he likes Bitcoin, And, and he's I know... talking about the debt ceiling that's being raised by uh, McCarthy. And I think it's a McCarthy and White House uh, <laughs> yeah, working is. together, which is yeah. lovely, right? After yeah, the Freedom yeah. Caucus had worked so hard to try and, we you know, watching, make, uh... make sure that he was going to stand up for Republican values. Right. And here he goes, fucking ready to send us into more debt, you know, but. We were watching Owen Shorter talk about it, and he was like, Good job, Kevin McCarthy. You got beat by Joe Biden. He's like, he can't walk around on stage. He shits his pants. He hits his head. He don't know where he's at half the time, but he beat you. He, he got you in the fucking the debt limit. So good job, Kevin McCarthy. Joe Biden didn't beat Kevin McCarthy. Well, the, sure, no. The establishment but, machine beat Kevin McCarthy. But the optics are there. For sure. You know, you should be able to stand up to this fucking feeble president and be like, hey, man, look, this is not a good idea. But again, and just again, talking to family members about a debate, it's like, why is it that we wax can't on, get politicians off. to agree on certain things, but we can quickly agree to send billions to Ukraine or we can quickly, you know, come up with a way to get the debt, keep it moving. But we can't solve, you know, specific problems or real because issues. Those are profitable issues. Right. You know, they're going to line their pockets with those issues. The everyday social justice reform and you know, uh, race relations, 
those don't pay, you know, the, the everyday individual realizing that their neighbor isn't a racist piece of shit doesn't right. pay for them. And so why would they try and work towards that? They're working towards thinking that, you know, making you think that you need the government to keep you safe from your next door neighbor who's a white supremacist and loves Donald Trump or from your next door neighbor who's a liberal BLM supporter, right. you know, the everyday individual and basically every movement you're looking at isn't going out trying to murder people on a regular basis, right. even though the, the both sides of the media, that's why I say wax on, wax off. It, right. it, it feeds the government's agenda to make you and the others divided. So, you know, listen to the people that you disagree with most and maybe you'll come to some common understanding. But they, you know, and that, and we've beat this a lot, you know, over the past couple of podcasts that we've done, they don't want, uh, they don't want, compromise they don't want anything that you know gives you the possibility of being able to agree and, with uh, with people you know they just don't and so check me on this if i'm wrong but the debt ceiling agreement hasn't set a new debt ceiling it has just delayed the decision making process for the debt ceiling which will allow them to take out whatever amount of debt during that duration of time until the new debt ceiling is established. Right. No, I think so. Yeah. That's usually what they do is they'll kind of delay it to, uh, yeah, to be able to come up with a better plan in the future, which usually is not the case. I mean, one of the things I think that needs to happen. And again, the hardest part is that it's got to come from within these, these, uh, parts of our government that are corrupt is, one subject bills like we need to get down to where they're passing several bills not one bill with 5800 different subjects or topics inside of it right like the like restrict we were talking, act yeah, like we were talking about with the restrict act it caught a lot of heat for other things and then you were like oh well the vpn thing and i was like i didn't even realize that was a part of it but they were trying to what uh, eliminate it or at least they were trying to make it to where it was punishable to use a vpn for probably whatever um, they deemed as to be nefarious means of using a VPN, which to touch a little bit on Bitcoin, you know, a lot of Bitcoiners, we've talked about uh, know your customer, KYC, you know, Elizabeth Warren is pushed to only allow you to purchase Bitcoin that is KYC, that the government can know exactly where you're getting it from and who it's going to for taxation purposes or you know, to just keep tabs on us like they love to do so much. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you throw in this VPN. Uh, VPNs are used to get non-KYC Bitcoin because you can send your location to, you know, a country that doesn't have those same KYC rules and buy your Bitcoin there, send it to your, you know, um, cold wallet and have anonymous Satoshis. You know, and so for the government, they don't want you to have anonymous Satoshis. They want to know where every penny you're spending is at so they can tax you and, you know, rob you blind. And, and if you see any instance where you see a government official of either party talking about encryption and talking about it as if they are confident in it, to me, it almost discredits it because it's like, well, you say it's encrypted, but like WhatsApp, for example, is supposed to be completely encrypted. There's no way you can tell me that Facebook couldn't get in that shit if they want or well. Mark right. Zuckerberg couldn't get into that if he wanted to. Well, like, no and it, you know, it's nice to listen to a guy like Elon Musk who said that, you know, 
for his platform, he desires it to be so encrypted that somebody could put a gun to his head and he would not be able to hack into your shit and see your shit. You know, that's right. a solid uh, position for a guy that wants to be in your brain. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I don't disagree. I mean, I think that's, you know, just he got says good things. approval just the other day to be in your brain. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Testing's beginning on human subjects for Neuralink. They're going to make it to where, you know, the paralyzed can walk, the deaf can hear. You know, they're going to save the world. But all you have to do is get this little chip in your brain that we just got to hope that Elon Musk has no control over or the people that Elon Musk serves has no control over. I was going to say, it makes you wonder what exactly did Elon Musk get to do to, to get this because it was just a couple of weeks ago they were hitting them heavy about how they were killing a lot of monkeys in the testing for it. So what exactly, this is on Reuters, Elon Musk Neuralink wins FDA uh, approval for human study of brain implants. Yep. Uh, let's see here. The FDA approval represents, this is a quote, represents an important first step that will one day allow our technology to help many people, Neuralink said in a tweet on Thursday. Without disclosing, dis, uh, without disclosing details of the planned study, it added it is not recurring for the trial yet or recruiting for the trial yet and said more details would be available soon. And there will be people jumping up and down in line to get recruited for this trial, you know, especially for the um, the value that they're claiming that they're going to provide. You know, there's people that are living every day with struggles that they're claiming they're going to cure. Right. Uh, and it sounds great. Sounds awesome. But, you know, the biggest fear is on this podcast, we talk about thinking for yourself and hearing other people out and being willing to have your mind changed. Well, it's one thing if you change your mind. It's another thing if someone else goes in and physically changes your mind for you. I mean, I just can't, you know, other than other than an instance where. You know, you're paralyzed, uh, you're blind. Like, if it can help some kind of neurological disorder, I, I could get that. But that that's not fully what he wants to do. He wants us to be able to compete with AI and use this as a means of, like, almost like a processor in our brain. So it's, you know, the, one of the big things that, you know, I get from Alex Jones that he pushes a lot is the whole transhuman movement, which you know, starts with transgenderism. You know, you, you've got to be able to muddy the waters as to what a human is first, right? And what, what a person is. And then once you do that, then you're able to implement other things, minor things like these people putting chips in their arm and shit like that to be able to badge into work or whatever the fuck, you know? I, I think the argument could be made that we've already begun that process with the phones that all of us possess in our hand yeah. on a constant basis. Uh, you know. I don't disagree. That's, that's valid. Um, you know, how much control do the people that have controls over our phone have over us? And so Elon, and maybe that's why they, they've signed off. You know, they were giving him a lot of grief over Twitter and his handling of Twitter because they had so much control. But maybe he was like, let me go in here. I'll, I'll put out the fires and y'all give me my, my go ahead. I'm on the team. I proved myself. Look, I convinced all these people that, I'm on the good side of the censorship debate. And now we got what we've really been after to put these chips into people's brains to be able to control what they're doing. We'd have the perfect workforce. Social credit score wouldn't even be needed because we could just, right. you know, 
and he's kind of pilot these individuals. And, and I forget who I don't know if this was I don't know if I heard on Crowder or John one of them, but it, he kind of worked this imperfect with this person who's now the CEO because she is the opposite of what he is supposedly representing as far as freedom of speech and. She's very much a fan of censorship. So it's kind of interesting. You know, it's almost like somebody said, it's kind of like with the Stone Cold and Vince McMahon thing, right? Like now you've got an antagonist and a protagonist, right? So a good example of this was another thing we we're going to talk about is what is a woman? Is a documentary that Matt Walsh made where he just went around and just asked a bunch of people of all walks of life, tribe men, all the way up to academia, left and right, what's a woman? What is a woman? That was the primary question. And what this stems from uh, most famously is uh, Kentonji Brown Jackson, who was approved for the Supreme Supreme Court, Court, was asked this question during her confirmation confirmation, yeah, interview or whatever, and she couldn't answer the question. She said (laughs) famously, I'm not a biologist. Amazing. Um, So he goes on, he does this documentary. It's real popular amongst conservatives. What? Just a, a side note. Yeah. Um, getting back to your transhuman uh, conversation. Yeah. A very good documentary might be "What Is a Human." Yeah, I mean, in a similar context, we will get to that ultimately. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that will that will be something that will be a thing more than likely. But uh, so they so they so uh, Daily Wire, you know, their big media thing, conservative media thing. Uh, they wanted to put out like a re-release of it. So they were going to stream it on Twitter. Cause you know, clearly with Tucker kind of hinting at it, uh, Crowder has hinted at it, that he's going to stream there and people go live on Twitter all the time. I think Periscope is what they used to use. I don't know if that's still the the tool that they use for their streaming, but so nonetheless, they were going to stream it uh, free on Twitter and they paid Twitter. They had a whole thing, you know, push no deal. So then it gets to the point where it's about to come out a couple of days before and Twitter's like, well, can you send us, you know, send it to us so we can go over it. And they find two instances in there. Twitter does that. They say something goes against their community standards, which people that have looked at it says there were two instances where somebody was misgendered um, during interviews that Matt Walsh was having with people. There was a father that misgendered his, his kid. And then there was, I think it was a store owner misgendered somebody. So it wasn't even by Matt Walsh. Well, then Twitter goes back and is like, hey, look, here's these two. You get rid of these, we'll, we'll run it. And to his credit and Daily Wire's credit, they were like, no, you know, we're not going to do that. Uh, so they didn't. So then it was a pretty hot news story for like a day. And then today, Elon Musk, although I don't think they streamed it, he retweeted it and said every parent should watch this. So it kind of creates this thing where they still censored it, but they he still gets to act it, like he fought against it. But then he gets to come and go, well, look at me, guys. I'm Elon. I'm doing something good for free speech, right? And so now people are playing this clip of an interview he did recently where he was like, you know, we're still going to be real hard on free speech. Like, we're, that's going to be our thing. So, you know, we had this discussion last time. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? And, I mean, if you look at this overall, I think it's it's bad, clearly. Because one of the things that Crowder's talked about with these bands and what's significant when the internet first started, Google first started, and it was big. The reason why it was solid was because when you heard about something, you're like, oh, shit, let me pull. And you could pull it up, and you were going to get all the articles affiliated with it because it was hot. It was That's what was going on. Well, of course, they start to implement these algorithms and all these things that dictate, narrate where you're going to go, what you get. 
And if you've got a viral video that's going and they shut that down, you don't get that back. Even if they, after the fact, like, hey, guy, that momentum is, it's a, it's a genuine momentum that you can't recreate. Very hard to recreate. Oh, anyway. they, they can throttle news right. to show you what they want you to focus on and to not show you what they don't want you to focus and on. And they even told them, they were like, you know, look, Will, you can still put it out, but even your followers are going to have a hard time finding it. It's like, well, what's the fucking point then? Like, what? What am I doing here then if, you know, you guys are going to shut it down and you're openly telling me, I'm not, I don't want to do that. So it's just an interesting, you know, thing to look at with Musk because it's like, you would think, and when he hired her, you know, people criticized him. We even talked about on here, there was a lot, she works for the World Economic Forum. Like, she's not just some, she's all up in the fucking establishment. So... I don't know. I think it just lends to the possibility that he's probably not good. And then that lends itself to the question, do we want to allow this man to be placing chips into our brains to help us with, you know, these diseases that, you know, some people are struggling with. It's a rough life. I, I'm blessed. You're blessed. We, you know, wake up every morning happy and healthy, and some people don't get to live right. to that extent. But I mean, again, medically, if there's some medical shit that we can do, yes. If it's just with the intent of let's advance human civilization and mesh it with machines, I don't give a fuck who. I don't care if it was Trump. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Not into it. You know what I mean? So I don't, to me, it doesn't matter because the topic at hand is like, nah, man, even if he's good. I don't see any instance unless I'm like Jamie Foxx and, you know, I'm blind and Uh, deaf. And in the last couple of days, we had Jamie Foxx mainstream media is even covering it from the perspective that the jab uh, caused him to have paralysis and blindness or is it paralysis and blindness? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So even the mainstream media, you know, we had the finally DeMar Hamlin situation where you know, the mainstream media did everything they could in their power to point away from the fact that it could be even potentially vaccine related. And now with Jamie Foxx, they're, you know, CNN, all the mainstream media. Is, did they pick up on it? Finally? Oh, they've all come out and said it's that's, COVID vaccine related. That's what I was telling her is interesting is that, you know, he like Mike Tyson came out and talked about it like I think last week. That from what I heard, he said something about it. Said he talked to Jamie Foxx's people, and that he was doing a movie, whatever movie he was doing with Cameron Diaz, and they insisted that he get a booster, whatever it is. So he got another shot. That was his third shot, and it was he had a blood clot, uh, and as a result of it, blind, partial paralysis, struggling. And what's wild is that Tyson says something about it. You can tell he got heat because he doesn't own his podcast. It's owned by somebody else. So he got some heat. Well, then AJ Benza did the Dr. Drew show and was talking about it. And then Jones came out and was like, you know, look, I talk, I talk to a famous uh, radio show host here in Austin. I'm not going to name any names. Fucking Joe Rogan, of course. Uh, it's like, he, he talked to their people and he, Jamie Foxx almost died. Like he was like, he got real close to dying and he's really in a bad spot. So Joe Rogan, you know, a longtime comedian, probably got some ends to him. So now you've had A.J. Benza, Mike Tyson, Joe Rogan, allegedly Joe Rogan, and then Alex Jones all coming out being like, hey, look, it was this was like two days ago that he went he was talking about it. And then, like you said, now it's everywhere. And I don't know. I've not seen any mainstream coverage of it to know how they're selling it 
You said that they are, though, saying it had to do with the vaccine. From what I saw, it you know, was pretty cut and dry that it was related to his vaccine uh, com- compliance Yeah, is what I would call it. Because that's what it is. When, right. when somebody's threatening your, your livelihood for the sake of uh, getting a vaccine, either you get this vaccine or you, you don't make any money to feed your kids, you know, that is coercion. That isn't making a decision for your own body, you know. It's uh, and I'm looking at it now. Um, and we'll carry this over, but <clears throat> Jamie Foxx, mystery illness, timeline of Django Unchained, Stars Health Scare. This was just three hours ago, MSN. Uh, uh, mystery illness, so maybe mainstream midden. Jamie Foxx will give update on his health when he's ready. Nick Cannon says Jamie Foxx remains private about health. Will speak when he's ready. That's LA Times. Nick Cannon revealed Jamie Foxx plans to give a health update on his own. So, and then, and then look, here's where it gets good. Uh, a wild Jamie Foxx COVID vaccine conspiracy took over social media. And then there's International Business Time. Jamie Foxx suffers paralysis blindness due to blood clot formed by COVID. So, the first ones I read to you were from LA Times. What's this one? I don't know. Daily Journal, Page Six, Uproar X. These are all the ones that were like, oh, he's mystery illness, mystery conspiracy, illness. conspiracy. Well, then you get to the ones that's like ML Live, whatever that is, and International Business Times. Those are the ones that are pushing the quote unquote conspiracy. So it's another one of these things where it's like, well, mainstream media is not saying it was COVID, so it can't, you know what I mean? So there's that. That uh, that ability to try to use their credibility. Oh, they they present themselves as authoritarians. Uh, well, that, the authoritarians they would love to be. They but, are the authority. They yeah. are the ones with the ultimate deciding. And in the whole spin on it, that, that Jones was saying is like, look, Jamie Foxx is prominent. If he comes out and his people come out and say, hey, look, I was hurt by the vaccine. That's devastating. Like that's hard to recover from. So, and so it can be devastating because if you take it from an instance where it's a mystery illness to, okay, well, Jamie Foxx, after his third shot, had a, had a stroke, and, you know, that's significant. You know, that kills a lot, and then that then raises a lot of questions to people that aren't probably wouldn't be ready to ask questions, right? Because, I mean, you know, you got to assume Jamie Foxx is a healthy dude. I mean... Yeah, all things considered, he probably has a better diet than I've got. And one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, right? Overall, one of the biggest stars in Hollywood, in the Jeremy Renner breaking his leg and all of this. When he did, you remember he's heard about this like a month or two ago? He broke his leg and snowmobile accident or something. Jeremy Renner all over the news for a couple days, week or so. Jamie Foxx mystery illness is like minimal coverage. Like you would think that would be everywhere. Bigger star, bigger name i would say than renner i mean other than in the marvel universe realms but you know so it's like again why are they not talking about it because it doesn't feed their narrative it's not a good dot for their picture that they're trying so to let's create. just see what ml live says about this wild conspiracy which is michigan live it looks like is what this stands for um it says if you spend any time get out of here what is all this fucking pop-up jesus if you spend any time on social media Thursday, you probably saw the Jamie Foxx story trending. And if you didn't, good for you. The weather is nice. 
probably good <laughs> to put down the phone and get out for a bit after the past couple of years. But either way, the story that was floated out there was a heartbreaker at first glance. Uh, that story, question mark? Health shocker. Jamie Foxx left paralyzed and blind from blood clot in his brain after receiving COVID vaccine. Sources claim that extra long, eye-catching headline was all vaccine conspiracy theorists needed. They took it, posted it up on social media, and ran with it. And so it's just criticizing the fact that people were wanting to talk about it because there are people that are saying that they are close to Jamie Foxx and that these things are happening and that he's in a really bad way. So, again, how the media sells it, sure, there was some kind of an issue with Jamie Foxx. There was you know, injury of some kind, some problem, health scare, if you will. But then when people want to try to get into the, the details of it and what caused it, it's like, you're crazy. Come on, stop it. I mean, but to play the devil's advocate, you know, you're basing the conspiracy theorists, in quotes, are basing their stories off a source right. that isn't Jamie Foxx, someone close to Jamie Foxx, and they're running with the story that kind of supports their claim in a way. Right. In a similar way that the opposite, the opposing side goes immediately into, you know, crisis pr mode you know right. both sides it's a pr battle if yeah because i think they said his his daughter was sending out stuff saying he was playing pickleball and shit so like they were given the impression that he's fine and aj's like no he's still in the hospital like he's he's in a good hospital recovering and but he's like he's not he's not out like and according to aj benza he's talking to somebody in the room whatever the fuck that means you know somebody close to him but he was like, if you look at the way they talk about it, they're like, you know, Jamie Foxx is communicating with us. He's like, that's code. He's like, that don't mean he's talking to them. That means he's communicating. He could blink, be blinking. twice for yes. He could be tapping. Yeah. He could be writing down. Like, so, he, you know, he picks it apart a little bit more. Actually, here, here's kind of some quotes from the interview he did with uh, Dr. Drew. Um, it says... <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> so, the second source... Um, Hold on, let me see. I, I skipped over some of it because I was talking about the first one. So this is the one about specifically A.J. Benza. Um, the second source, the one that led to the eye-catching headline, is gossip columnist A.J. Benza, who made the comments while appearing on a podcast hosted by Dr. Drew Pinsky. Pinsky, who made his name on MTV's Love Line a long, long time. Uh, whatever. Basically just saying that Dr. Drew's been out forever. So... He's also, though, they say here that Dr. Drew is still out there and his new thing appears to be vaccine conspiracy, too. So because and this is this is one of the things that I think defends at least this the side that I'm on is when you disagree with what the establishment saying, it's not like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. It just can't be. It's like, no, they're deliberately lying to you about it. There's no in this instance, it's like, well, these people are just making up some crazy weird stuff and. You know, the whole label of conspiracy theory is an immediate discredit. It's supposed to be. So they were like, so Benza found a perfect home for, for this story. So here's a quote from Benza. Jamie had a blood clot in his brain after he got that shot, Benza said. Uh, the rest of the quote. He did not want the shot, but the move he was on, or the movie he was on, pressured him to get it. <clears throat> Another part of the quote. The blood clot, uh, clot in his brain caused him at that point to be partially paralyzed and blind. 
says Benza claimed that he was getting the information from someone in the room, quote, with Fox. He also claimed the pickleball story was a complete lie and baloney. Uh, another quote says, if you read what they were saying early on, he is communicating with us. That doesn't mean talking, Benza said. That could be anything, writing, sign language. I know those little code words. Uh, another quote, then you tell me your father's playing pickleball? Give me a break, he added. There was a great shroud of secrecy around Jamie Foxx. So, again, just asking questions about it. Hey, look, could it be all completely a lie? Could be. But if it is, why has there not been a huge outpour of support for Jamie Foxx and a huge magnifying glass put on the fact that this guy was as sick as he was? Not mystery illness. We don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like Because it didn't happen in the middle of Monday Night Football to where there was no ignoring the story. You know, they can, like you said, throttle the Jamie Foxx story to where, you know, it gets minimal coverage. Whereas why, like, the Hamlin, well, you know why. Well, I mean, but that's the point, though. That's why, you know, it's it's like, well, what are you suppressing this for? This, again, would be something that you would think a lot of people would be in for and be like, oh, man, I can't believe, you know, Jamie Foxx. But then you tie into it the vaccine. It's like, I don't know. We, 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 might, we might not should follow this right. story. Let's uh, put that on the back burner for a couple of days. I mean, it's just like when they asked DeMar Hamlin about what happened with him. That I, I don't want to talk, I about, talk about, it. about it. Like, huh? Like, we also watched you get resuscitated on the field. Like, I don't think many people seen a dude die on the field. And we're not, gonna, we're not allowed to before. ask questions about what happened here. Y'all going to just tell us it was some miracle death thing that can happen where, oh, you get hit in the chest perfectly. So, and where's the NFL changing their uh, equipment? They're not. Because, I mean, I would think if there was anything that happened in baseball, basketball, or really happened in football, for that matter, that resulted in a player dying on the field in the middle of the game, that you would immediately be like, all right, new chest plates. We're upgrading them joints. Well, that's the beauty of the narrative that they presented was that it was this, uh, even if he was completely protected, this would have happened because of the this one in a million hit right as the heart is in this scenario it's like okay so so it, it, just forget about it you know this basically crazy happened just forget about basically it. what happened is a unicorn came down and it stabbed through his chest and it killed him for a second but when they pulled it out it healed back he's fine that's what it was that would make just about as much sense i mean that's you know you might as well believe that because that's what they you know and if you dare ask questions about it you get lumped in with the alien people and the flat earthers and the you know, whatever else negative connotation you want to put with conspiracy theory to try to diminish it. It's like, all it is, is I want to ask questions and I like to know. And if I hear something that sounds compelling of the opposite of the narrative, why the fuck can't we entertain it? Why does it got to be shut down, squelch, stop, don't talk about it, you're condemned. Like, what? Doesn't make sense. Because they don't want you to mess up your programming. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's exactly what it is, and it just, it's wild. It's wild to see it get sold and people just gobble it up and eat it up, and you don't think twice about it. You know what I mean? They don't ask too many more questions. Just like, okay, whatever you say sounds good. People got better things to do with their life than worry about how the government's fucking them. They got you know bills to pay and mouths to feed and fucking 
other real life problems that seem more immediate than, but they, these problems can become immediate, you know, right. Your government moving towards, uh, you know, authoritarianism that could take away all of your freedoms that you've, you've grown so accustomed to. I don't know that we've even grown accustomed to it. I feel, feel like we've grown accustomed to losing freedoms over time. Oh, for know? sure. Uh, for sure. The World Economic Forum and even before that, just the governments in general that were, you know, coming in and taking over lands from people. And actually, it's kind of ironic. I And I'm, I'll see how comfortable he would be with it, man. But I was out talking to my neighbor who was explaining to me his process that he took to come to America. Um, happened to not be the legal route. Right. He came here illegally, crossed through the border. Um but, you know, just explain this process. And, you know, one of the things that it was hilarious that we almost immediately picked up on is he was like, he's like, these people, man, they don't, they don't understand. They want socialism. He was like, you, you don't want socialism. I was like, hey, brother, you ain't got to tell me. Motherfucker. I was like, I'm right with you. I said, I understand. He's like, I came from that shit. He's like, you don't want that. Right. He's like, I was in the Cuban military and, you know, they would give me rations to eat. He was like, and I was supposed to be one of them. You know, he's like, you don't, people don't want that. He's like, I don't, he says, so wild to me that people here, you know, America's, he's like, it's the most important country in the world. He's like, you know, when America's good, the rest of the world is good. And I, I thought two things. I thought one, this dude's based. I love it. But then he's Cuban and, you know, not to group everybody together, but historically speaking, I'd say Cubans are pretty fucking conservative. And that's one of the main reasons why you don't. There was actually an instance where there were a bunch of Cubans that landed in uh, Florida, and they were like, "Nah, we ain't digging." You know what I'm saying? Because the joke has always been, "Well, hey, look, you know how you fix the the border crisis is have Republicans down there registering a bunch of uh, people to be Republicans, and that will get motherfuckers to stop." Nice. That will get uh, that'll get the Democrats to stop. You know, wanting the border to be open is. Right. Let's just start registering a bunch of which but, he's a good example of being an illegal yeah. immigrant that uh, is a heavy conservative, doesn't want to push this uh, false, glamorized socialist agenda. Uh, you know, Sorry. recognizes the making noise. Big T Maza in the building. What's up? Whoop. Better uh, late than never, but. No, I was just explaining to him about the conversation I was having with my neighbor. And, yeah, we talked about that last night, man. Yeah, and how he, you know, was just like, I don't understand how people want socialism. He's like, they just don't understand. The conversation me and you had about it, I mean, I think you had already walked inside this. Has it ever worked? Give me a, I mean, I'm up for debate. You know what I'm saying? We're always up to listen to another opinion. It's, I'll tell you right now, the USSR didn't work. Right. Uh, Venezuela, it did not Fucking work. No offense. Don't work so, in North Korea right now. Yeah. So, I mean, give me an example of when it did work. Uh, and then please don't come at us with that. America's already a socialist republic. We're I not mean, a we democratic have socialist nation. socialist principles that we've implied, like, you know, social there is security, more government control. And Medicare. And, <laughs> but, I mean, you're right. But would, would yes. you argue are those good or bad? Like, if we look at them overall, have those have been successful programs? Well, or? the fact that, like, Social Security is about to run out and they're going to have to raise the debt ceiling a bajillion dollars. In, I should use actual terminology. Let's say a trillion. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's more than a billion. So a couple trillion dollars to pay for it. I mean, it's you sort know. of monopoly money anyway, so. Yeah, it's, that's all. It's 
print it. It's just printed. I mean, it's like if somebody counterfeited money and did that, they would go to jail. Right. But, but since US our government's, government's yeah. having all kinds of meetings and getting paid right now by our tax Unless dollars. you got counterfeit money and you're giving it to cashiers and then you're and we overdosing even say on fentanyl, then you'll get, you know, carted around several cities. And like we shouldn't that. even say the U.S. government. George the U.S. government God, just horrible, signs off on the Federal Reserve doing yes. this. So it's not even like the government is the one that is printing the money. They are giving the power to print money to the most powerful individuals you know, in well, the world. It's a private group of bankers that has nothing to do with the federal government. It has a whole lot to do with the cryptopsis. There you go. I love that word. I Jimmy broke it out today. Yeah, I haven't okay. used it in a couple episodes. Okay. I don't think. No, we did last one for sure. But we? Yeah, I don't think we said it to this. I mean, we've referenced the establishment, which I think is pretty similar, but not and specifically I, we, the corporatocracy. Not to jump subject real quick, but we was watching a Ricky Schroeder's uh, mm. video that yesterday, and the main word out of everything, if you when you watch it, the main thing I want you to take out of that is. What he's saying, and look at his face when he's saying it. It's not the face that people go, oh, it's the face of a madman. He's lost his mind, blah, 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 this, that, whatever. You can save all that for the hills. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to his articulation. Listen to what he he, he actually believes what he's saying. He's not making this up. He's not doing something for attention. Right. He's not doing it for money, which is a big thing. Think about that for a second. He's right. not doing this for money. He's not doing it for attention. And... One of the main words that stuck out to me, and I even looked at you as soon as he said it, was one of the last things he left you with is, and believe you me, I know this is propaganda. You know, and I'm not trying to throw my, my Goebbels reference in there, but yeah. we, yeah. we had to get yeah. it. <laughs> Within a couple of minutes of him walking in the door, we got Goebbels on the no, I'm, conversation. I'm just saying that propaganda is used in every form of media nowadays, mm-hmm. every form, both sides. And not maybe not so much one as the other, that's opinion, you know, that's not fact, but still. Oh, you're touching, we just talked Jamie Foxx and both sides of the propaganda machine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, no, but no, you got it. Keep going. I mean, yeah. we did, but. But you're, yeah. you're explaining what we were talking about, but keep oh, going. You're it's, on. It's so ridiculous. The fact that, you know, back at, I've said it a million times and everybody else has to, but even just five years ago, not even 15, let's just go back five years. People, you were, you were able to have a conversation with someone, and you were able to disagree with that person, mm-hmm. and not have one side or the other resort to, you're a fascist, you're a name caller, you know, or right. somebody start calling names, or somebody start being a total, you know, you you can't listen to someone if you can, that's not a conversation, that's somebody basically downgrading somebody else, yeah. you know, and criticism, same way now, there's no such thing as as someone saying, okay, I don't like this, I don't like the way this is happening. So what I want to do is let's have a conversation about it. Instead, they say, you're wrong. Fuck you. I'm right. I don't care what you say. Go to hell. Uh, um, I hope you have an uncomfortable day. I hope our dog. Hope your dog dies. Yeah. It's awful. I hate you because yeah. you have a different opinion than me. And it, five years ago, even five years ago, it wasn't that same way. I, you could sit down and talk to somebody and be, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it hasn't always been left, right. It hasn't right. always been sides. But it's become more and more, I don't want to say cutthroat or vicious, but it is. And when I say left wing nut job or right wing nut job, people look at me like, oh, man, you can't say that. And I'm like, no, it's a fact. <laughs> There's people that are too far on either side of the extremes. So I, wanna, I don't want to say find your comfortable middle. I'm saying find what you believe in, what matters to you. That's what this podcast was, was founded on. I mean, from this guy right here. And, and that's what we started doing it about is to have people open their minds and think, not just whatever's fed to them, spoon fed to them. Believe that. When you yeah. come in and start talking about Bitcoin, 
I didn't even think about it on, on the terms that you would bring it to me. When you brought it to me about, like, I was always, like, mining. I was like, I don't get that. What's that? And he was like, it's running a software. And I was like, oh, it makes more sense. You know, it, the older person is not going to understand certain things because there's different generations. That's that's my whole point yeah, of that. Different life experience, different oh, yeah. uh, way that you intake information. You know, we all think differently and through different channels. So Lots of people used to get their news every single morning from a newspaper. They sit down and read the newspaper every morning. My dad used to sit and do the damn seek and finds. Every morning he'd read his sports. He'd do everything else. We had a newspaper at our house. How do people get newspaper at their house, really? Honestly, right. there's our poll question. Do you get any kind of periodicals at your house anymore? When's the last time you read a news magazine? You know, everybody gets their information from their phone, their computer, their TV, their tablet, or whatever. That's, that's it's just media is gone digital, period. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one, that's one thing Crowder pushes a lot is the, how you used to go from there were like three major networks. Yeah. So now there's just like five companies that run everything, mm-hmm. you know. So it's all, you would think, oh, we got the internet now, freedom. And, and it, it was for a bit. Yes. But then... You know, they come out with something like Facebook or Twitter, or then to some people, all they think the internet is, is Facebook. Like they don't understand that you can go to a website to look something up or, you know, like, you know, Jones talks about time people like, I didn't realize you're still on there. He's like, yeah, my website is still there. Like you can go there, you know? So they, they create these tools to captivate you and get you locked in. And then it's like, oh, well now we got news on Twitter. Now we got news on Facebook. Now we got, and you know, you're like, oh, cool. This is cool. Like, Oh well, you're only giving shopping. me you're only giving me news that you want me to see. Oh, that's kind of weird. And oh, it's not you know. And oh, I'm not allowed to talk about the election on your platform. I'm not allowed to question the vaccine on your platform. So so then it just becomes kind of like Matt do, Drudge said. It's a uh, nailed with a with the disclaimer. From it's like that, a little yeah. uh, digital ghetto is what Matt Drudge called yeah, it when he went on to uh, Alex Jones like six seven years ago. Mm-hmm. He did like a random pop-up interview. Dude's never on anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't even show him. You could hear him talking, but he was like, he, he didn't want to be on camera. And he was like, you know, I was told this by a Supreme Court justice. He was like, they're going to put us in like digital ghettos. You'll get your own information. You'll, you know, we're not going to be all free to be able to all get the same information. They're going to try to condense it down as much as possible. And that goes into what you were talking about, which is this mentality Uh, You know, I was having a debate with a family member fairly recently, and, like, we both agreed that, like you said, the crazy right-wingers and the crazy left-wingers are a big problem, and it makes it harder for those in the middle or those that might be a little left or a little right to be able to speak up. Or even even the basic – your basic – say your basic views are left. Your basic views are right. That doesn't mean you're you're, you're far extreme or whatever. I mean, that's just what your basic core values are, and that's okay. It's okay to be whatever you want to be, but at the same time, if you can't have a conversation with someone without resorting to name calling and finger pointing and, oh, well, what about this guy? You know, if we're having a conversation and let's say the conversation's about, okay, just we'll, 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 we'll brainstorm out there. Robert Kennedy Jr., okay? He's going to, he's seeking to run for president of the United States in 2024. Yeah, we talked about him a little bit. Oh, you did? Okay. A little bit. He's, and he's, uh, in, he's seeking the Democratic nomination, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, there's people out there right now that are on the Democratic side. That if you tell them, man, you know, I'm I'm an independent, but I kind of really want, you know, I kind of I like what he's talking about. He's a Kennedy, you know, he's got a solid history. I, I like some of the things he's saying. They're like, I don't like him. I don't like him. I like this person. I like I like, I like this person better. I really like Michelle Obama to run. I like this or whatever. That, that's right. okay. That's their opinion. But then when you go a little farther, you dig a little deeper. You say, well, I like his stance on 
vaccines. I like his stance on the homelessness. I like his stance on whatever. And then they go, then they're not ready to listen. Then what they say, then the far people is what I'm talking about. They, they go into the, oh, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You're a Nazi. You're a Nazi. And why, why are you worried about it? You, you vote most Republican anyway. So why, it's all diversion. That's what is right. diversion? It's right. another form of fucking propaganda. I mean, yeah. that's, that's all it is. Yeah. And you can't even have a conversation with people about it. And that's what we're trying to do with this Please Don't Kill Us podcast. Oh, yeah. Especially like Kennedy, man. Yo, you were over president. Go for it, bro. Because I know you got hitters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Don't kill us. He's up there with the Clintons. You I mean, know yeah, you were kid? talking about somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's a brave motherfucker. Because it's yeah. like, and you know, and, and people are even asking, what do you think? Like, what do you think about what happened with your, your dad and with your uncle? You know, and he, yeah, I think the CIA has something to do with it. And, and it's kind of like we were talking about with my nephew. You know, he didn't even know of Kennedy. And I don't think my nephew looks at a lot of news, but I think he consumes it. You know, yeah. he didn't even know of him. Yeah. And it's like, think about that. You consume news probably more than most people. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even know he was running. And I'm assuming you're a Democrat. You didn't even know. And it's because he's getting that fucking Alex Jones, Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump treatment, you know? Yeah. No coverage. Don't talk about him. He's polling in some polls like 20%. Yeah. And they're talking about now Democratic Party. They're not going to have debates. They're not going to have any kind of. So he's not even having an opportunity to take shots at Joe Biden. You can't even please your case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you have a shot. Hey, and let's hope the president's okay. He fell recently. Let's hope he's okay. He, he hit did. his head today. You didn't see it. He hit no, his head. Again? Did you just show me last night where he fell? I'm not laughing at him. <laughs> it's just. Uh, fuck, I follow people like I don't he, care if people follow him. It's funny. Sometimes. He was getting off like of uh, he was getting off of one of the Marine One helicopter and fucking bonked his head real nice. That sucks, man. Ain't no worse. Than it. I hit my head getting in a car before. I'd be mad as hell. It might have knocked some sense into him. He might have realized where he was at. He's like, oh fuck. If so, he's the president. Gonna, that's if right. he does that, he's not gonna run. So uh, yeah, hopefully. But now, the the crazy thing. Now, this is something that's completely true. I know people that in before he was president that loved. Being a Democrat, we're so proud. You know, they were, they, they they had lots of Democratic views. I like a lot of stuff about um, probably early, not early Democrats. Not probably now. not now. Not I now. Say, that's the problem. But, but yeah. Joe humanitarianism Biden of the Democrats. Like I like the, the fact the that it seems like for the idea of it. The idea, the ideology. I, the because one thing they I did switch. Whether people believe that or not, they kind of had a switch in history. No, that's not true. Yeah, nah. yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you, know, you don't think the hippies of the seventies or the oh, freedom fighters? That's that's today. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the whole racial switch thing. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Okay, no, yeah, no, no, no. no, yeah, because I think when I was coming up, it was cool to be a Democrat. You're like you were, it was cool to be. I love everybody, and, <laughs> right? You know, and it's like now, it was friendly. But it's like now the counterculture is almost being a conservative and kind of the. You know, the bad boy thing is, oh, yeah, I don't like guns, and I'm a fucking, I voted for Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, I don't know, it's weird, but you're right. I guess in that regard, it definitely has changed. And like I said, my, said before, my father, you wouldn't even ask my father or my uncle, who both of them have passed away. They, they're probably, they've been in their 70s. So, I mean, it's kind of irrelevant. But those are what the, how the people are that's running for the, to, yeah. to lead our nation. So, yeah. let's be honest. You wouldn't even ask them when they were our age who they voted for, because they'd be like, no, I ain't busy. telling you who yeah. to fuck about for. You're a fucking stupid ass kid. Shut up. I'll talk to my brother about her. They may talk to a small circle like here, but you wouldn't like you hear people, you see people with their Trump shirt on, people giving them evil eyes at Walmart. Or you or you even see somebody with like a Joe Biden shirt on or like a Joe Biden hat. 
I seen some some lady had a Joe Biden hat on. Some guy. I don't goes, believe that. No. Yeah. I never seen nobody wear a Joe Biden. Biden. Nothing. I man. seen a Joe Biden hat on, and it was actually at this little look. You know, little pickback up here. Yeah. yeah. And the, the lady behind him was like, "Do you sincerely like him, sir?" And he's like, "I'm just a staunch Democrat." And she's like, "Found out." You know, and I'm standing behind him. I'm really, I'm just biting at the bit, trying to be quiet. You know, ready to jump in and say something. Yeah, I want to say something. Be like, hold on a second. Tell me why you like him. You know, that's that's one of my first things is explain to me, not explain to me, but tell me how you feel about it. We we've allowed ourselves to move into a winner take all mentality on both sides of the aisle. Yeah, my team has to win. And for my team to win, your team has to lose. And so I have to hate you like a U of L fan hates so a UK fan. Yeah. I gotta cheer against you when you're playing every other team, even when it's not U of L. Here's what's what amazing saying? about it is it's the classic divide and conquer. hundred mm-hmm. percent and the the most amazing thing is that uh we got like four minutes on this. We'll probably do another fifteen after this. And okay. then, but the most amazing thing is that people see it, they recognize it, they know it. And they still do it anyway. <laughs> still do it anyway. Like when we were having a debate, me and I'm the, the family sometimes too. I'll I mean, yeah, honest. we were having a debate, and it was like you know we were, and I was just like, so here's an example. It's now mainstream Democrat policy to support abortion up until up until nine months, up until the due date. Yeah. She, no, no, that's not that's not that's not abortion. I was like I don't disagree. It's kind of murder, actually. But, but yeah, that's what that's that's mainstream. Nah, it can't be. I was like, well, you tell me a Democrat, name one, and I'll tell you whether or not they would they support it. I was like, I'll just go ahead and tell you from Joe Biden down to anybody you want to name, they will not come out and speak against it. I promise you that. And the person agreed with that. They agreed that the extreme kind of drives the narrative, but just couldn't wrap their mind around the fact that there are Democrats that openly support. A girl going to the doctor and going, well, you know what I'm doing today, but well, these kids are expensive, bro. Can you, can you just get rid of this thing? And it's in some cities in our country, it's allowed. Damn, I thought it was still, there was still a ban on abortions in most cities. No, no, no. What they did with Roe versus Wade is they pushed it back to the states. Lot, yeah, it was man. federal. It was a federal thing, yeah, which yeah, allowed yeah. this blanket. I well, understood that part. They took the it back to the states. I got confused. Well, so it goes to the state. So now every state gets to decide. Some states have no abortion. Some states have nine-month abortion. You know, that's so why you can drive to California right. if you live in Texas. Right. Yeah, gotcha. Exactly. And that's why California is like, you know, you want to abort your baby, and no matter what, we're a sanctuary city for you. So come here, and you can do it. You know, no I'm matter sorry. what. It's that sanctuary city shit gets on my nerves too. I'm well, not, yeah, because that's just that's just me because. If yeah, because the cities that, that are doing it now are getting overrun with immigrants, and they're fucked. Chicago, New York, they're sending immigrants there now, and they're like, we can't take it. We can't. They are filling up uh, hotels in if New you York. you Los Angeles, and though, you just named the three most heavily populated oh, cities yeah. already. That, already are, that are run by Democrats. And Houston, Texas is number four. You know, people don't understand that. They're like, oh, well, I guess this, that. No, Houston is number four population in America. So it's very diverse. Yes, it is. And well, there's it's just like parts of Louisville. You want to? I don't mind. I'll tell you what. Right now, at four in the morning, I walk down the street in the in the east end of, of Louisville, Kentucky, with no problem. But I ain't going to the west end at four a.m. You'd be lucky to catch me down there during the day, bro. I used to deliver down there. It's like I'd be on the phone. I was like, "Hey, you ready to call the cops?" You know what I'm saying? I'm about to. Rough. I had to go in this one spot, and it was like, I mean, it looked like a fucking project, and I was like, "I, I got to go into this and go around." I was like. When you walk into a franchise like KFC and the 
KFCs in these neighborhoods have bulletproof glass separating right. the employees right. from the customers. You're like, where am I at right now? Right. And why am I here? Who's coming in here with the automatic weapon to get a fucking six piece? <laughs> Dude, I heard, I heard Steven Crowder tell jokes on his show about Louisville because they had socks locked up in plastic things at CBS. Yeah. Because homeless so many homeless people were stealing them. Yeah. And I'm mind, I'm thinking I know exactly where he's talking about because I've been there. Yeah. And downtown Louisville, man, it's homeless people everywhere. Oh yeah. You and know it isn't just downtown anymore. There's shanties no. right across from my, where my son went to high school yeah. over on Preston Highway, which is where I the five minutes from the neighborhood I grew up in, you know? And you see it's you see more and more homeless people and that's a plight. That's a problem I always say over uh, overage driving too, because every time you're on the expressway, you see somebody. You're like, "What is wrong with them?" And so me and Hunter have a game. I ain't gonna tell you the name of it, but uh, it's always like old or you know, is this person old? What's wrong with this person? Why are they driving? Are they so texting and driving? Texting is she driving? doing her makeup? Uh, and are they the old or what though? Or what? <laughs> What's the other? Not going there. <laughs> it's not Asian. I promise. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Asians get a bad rap as drivers. They really do. Because they're terrible. <laughs> and women. Women too. watching too much beef, dude. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah, they made a whole fucking series about it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. About road rage. It's, about, it's yeah. just like WWE with most. When they have. Anytime I see a WWE wrestler come out and they're black and they're dancing, I'm like, come on, Vince. Like, yeah. really, bro? Why did they come out? Script? Right. right. They come out. Why did they come out waving a fucking watermelon flag with chicken, too? Like, just give them the full run of it, bro. Like, every black stereotype. Send the black people out there. And he's got a black tag team that dances. They're black woman champion. She come out there waving her hair around there. I'm like, bro, it's so stereotypical. Like, you can't give them nothing better than that. And we know you're writing the script. Right. Like, right. Okay, we like, did know you were writing the script. You're like, okay, they just all like to dance. But you're writing the fucking script, the bro. The thing that saddens me is the same company that owns that now owns UFC. So yeah. you're already seeing guys defend their belt. And women, too, defend their titles in UFC. And then as soon as they do, it was a bit, it used to be a special occasion if George St. Pierre won and then somebody came to the cage. You know, right. Matt Sarah came to the cage and was like, you know, oh, man, I want you. You're next. Now it's a commonplace. Every pay-per-view yeah. where if a champion wins or somebody well, becomes a new champ, the, the next the next person in yeah, line is in the script, crowd the and they're one. talking through the thing. And I, I give Conor McGregor a lot of credit. He has a he has a you should really watch that special. Even if you don't like if you like sports at all, watch that special. It's on Netflix about him. Because he's getting ready to make a comeback. He's already coaching the new tough. tough yeah. enough. Usually when dudes do that, that means they're about to have a pretty big fight, right? It's almost like they use yeah. that as a lead into a exactly. promotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, that, I mean, that's I think that's why they do that also he, in UFC is that sells. Take that guy. Take it, Just take from where, where he came. He came just be, because of the fact that he was from Ireland. And he told Dana White, he said, I will sell out a soccer stadium in Ireland. That you something you've never done before. For for a UFC pay per view, if you put me as a headliner on the card, and he had a four fight winning streak, he did it. After that, he went on to lose like two or three fights in a row. But the dude right before that still got a fight with Floyd Mayweather, crossing over into the world of boxing, which is pretty close to MMA. Right. Anyway. But still, for uh, we're talking multi million oh, yeah. dollars. I'm talking. I mean, it wasn't like a probably fifty plus. I don't. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it was a hundred dollar pay per view, and this was five two thousand seventeen when he fought him. I think. Now he's making this big comeback. More power to Conor. My whole thing is he was he kind of ushered in that whole genre. Him, there's a few guys. Him, Chuck Liddell. They ushered in that whole genre of let's make this fight game Chelsea. 
great talker. I mean, well, if you look back at it, uh, you know, we just recently watched that George Foreman movie. Muhammad Ali was that. Oh, for sure, yeah. The you know, and, and the Louisville Lip, baby. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and the idea that, I mean, obviously people want to see people fight, but if it seems like they're fighting for something, it yes. makes it it makes it different. So, and all he's got to say is two or three words that resonate with you. Anyway, right, right. It's the same way with basketball, football, baseball, anything. Be like, Dan, you saw how you said that to him? Like, yeah. You know, I was like, oh, fuck, he didn't do nothing about it. Remember the controversy this past year at the college basketball on the girls' level? Because that one girl was phenomenal. Uh, they yeah. doing the John Cena, oh, yeah. you can't see me. And, you know, they're like, oh, well, she oh, did and it. it had better okay. ratings than, like, the national championship game that was the men's, which – that doesn't happen very often. I don't know if that's a true fact, but I'm pretty sure it did. Oh, it very does. And again, you know why? Is because there was an exceptional talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's an exception. And we actually, right now, the college uh, women's World Series is on in softball. And I was talking to Charlene about. It. I was like, why? There's no pro softball league. Like I know WNBA struggles to make money, but it kind of goes back to the point of you know people want to see the best of the best, and you know even if it's the best of women playing basketball, it's like it doesn't. It doesn't have the same appeal to it. It doesn't because there's not been a a LeBron or a Michael Jordan type of talent. There have been a lot of really great women players. And as many trans athletes as you allow to join these leagues, they are still not the exceptional talent that is going to have that draw. Uh, oh, you know, that's like the the G League of the NBA. Like, you right. know, they're not going to get draw like right. LeBron ever. Yeah. All you're doing is you're putting Ooh, more D-Way, women out of D-Way's son to, made it to the Mercury team. We're going to watch D-Way's son, you know what I mean? Like yeah. or West daughter, I should say. Sorry. I don't Thank wanna, you for I don't want to misgender yourself. him her. It's, well, I don't think that there's a, I think that they're, they're going to eventually have to draw a line. Don't say like, it. <laughs> don't say no. it. Hey, some people's pronoun is it, okay? What do you yeah, want me to do? Is it? I didn't know that. Yeah. You can be anything. What do you What's mean? You call it? Uh, there's a. Uh, you can be dildo fucker if you want. I, I mean, actually heard a lot of people are dildo fuckers. <laughs> yes. That's officially my pronoun from now on. If yeah. you see me in public, I want you to call me dildo fucker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, just like the uh, there's a I see I heard a song I liked it I thought it was good and um so I wanted to see who it was because it sounded like old country music instead of new country music yeah. and I found it was by a guy named Orville Peck and he wears a mask when he sings uh-huh. and he's. Out of the closet, he's which is not. I figured he was gay when you said he wore a mask. <laughs> no, he, wears, <laughs> he has fringe on it. It has fringe that comes down. It covers his eyes like the Long Ranger. Ah, but he okay. wears the rest of his gears like cowboy gear. So he's like Guar, but country. Yeah, but it's like no, actually not because he's more of like a, instead of like new bro country, you know, it's more like old school country. Like I used to wake up having to listen to because I have a choice. Right, it was playing at my kitchen table. You know, Hank Williams Jr. You know that. The, the, I, I want to say the golden classic good years. And when I found that out, it didn't make me not like the song. Right. Where some people would hear that and be like, dude wears a mask and he's gay. Right. Forget that song. I still like the song. I, I don't mean, care. I see P it's wore a mask, Kiss wore mask. I well, mean, you, face paint. There's a difference. What's the difference <laughs> between the two, in your opinion? They're both gay. <laughs> <laughs> And now, well, actually, they're super straight. All right, that's yeah. so straight. That's what I mean. That's what I meant. They're really straight. Yes. The no, straight. And it, it's it's the same thing. You know, uh, you go to a Mexican restaurant to eat. I don't give a fuck if the person's black, if they're Asian cooking the food. If yeah. it's good, I'm gonna fucking eat it. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. And that's what's so annoying about the whole. Oh, you don't like gay people? Nah, man, I don't give a fuck. You're cool. We're cool. Like that's it. I don't give a fuck either way. In the story, that's that's a simple, right? Easiest term, simplest fucking definition. Sometimes, but you, but again, it comes back to people constantly being under attack to where 
you feel like you can't, you know, you can't be like, oh, well, yeah, we're cool. We get along. But, man, fuck the borders of mass. Oh, well, I don't know about you then. You know, I don't know if I can hang out with you. It's like, I mean, you don't think the border sucks? Like, okay. You think we should just be able to let everybody come in? You know? And it's not because you can't even – it's not because you can't raise the question. It's once you start to get into the thick of it, usually the person that's not as informed about it as possible or as the other person, they're usually the ones that want to end it. They want to get emotional. They want to start calling you names. They want to defer – you know, all the things that we've talked about is because you don't really give a fuck about this. You just know that your team tells you you're supposed to like this. So team Democrat means I'm supposed to be okay with chopping off kids ding-dongs. And I'm supposed to be all right with letting everybody in the world come here as an illegal immigrant. And I'm supposed to not want people to have guns. And, you know, and it, again, that team mentality, this this idea that the extremes can move it. And what's wild is really for the right, the extremes don't, though. For conservatives, and it's not really it, there's no extreme to it. It's hey man, I it's almost like what Democrats used to say: just don't bother me, and I'm not gonna bother you. I, my sister, prime example. I can remember when I was a kid, she was like, you know, the way we think about it is, you know, freedom of speech. I might not agree with you, but I'll fight for your right to say it. She would not say that now. She definitely said that when I was young. Oh yeah, but she was- would not say that now. I remember being in class before and somebody saying something in high school and my teacher, he was from Poland. He was Polish. And I remember him saying, somebody said something smart, like, you can't say that. That's just whatever. And he's like, he can say whatever he wants. This is America. Yeah. He goes, my father's, he goes, my father had to fight to come here. He goes, and America is built on free speech. People are like, yeah, but now you see people were like, oh, no hate speech allowed. Okay. My point with that is who gets to define hate speech? That's that's why when we've discussed it, there's no such thing as hate speech because it can't exist. Yeah, it's just like with "Thou shalt not infringe on the Second Amendment." We've been infringing the fuck out of the Second Amendment, and we're no better for it. Yeah. So like this, oh, more laws, more no, just leave it alone. How about more gun education? Because right, if we want everybody to be accepting a transgender and LGBTQ and this whole thing, we need more education. We need more exposure to it. Well. The foundation of our country is off of the freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. Why in the fuck aren't we shoving that down people's throat? Yeah. If it's about improving us as a society, why is that not being pushed? Because And, and just because I don't want people to take what you just said about chopping wieners off and be like, oh, well, that means he's a trans hater or he's a transphobe or whatever. You don't give a fuck. I've known you since you were nine years old. If a person's black, white. Green, Hispanic, gay, trans. And I specifically not, said kid for a reason. Yes, but yeah. he said kid because it doesn't matter. If a grown-ass adult wants to get a sex change, do you care? No, of course not. Not at all. No. Not at all. Yeah, as long as they're not going to try to make me pay for it in some way through well, my taxes. Well, <laughs> it's like, that's where I got Well, there's already a whole lot of shit we pay for in our yeah. taxes. We pay for another country while there's homeless people that fought for our country right. out here. No offense. Don't get me wrong. I think in Louisville, it's a lot of mental illness, drug addiction. Yeah. They contribute to the homeless. But there's some people that have no option. There's nothing mentally. Right. right. They, just, they don't have nowhere to go. They're right. hoping they got a spot the shelter. Right. Place. We can't help them motherfuckers, but we can send trillions of dollars. I'm not, I think it's billions. It's billions. It's at billions. Least. I mean, to another look at the wars that, you, that we, the wars that we've had in your lifetime, trillions for sure. Oh, fuck you know? yeah. In my lifetime, because I go back to, you know, my uh, when I was born. Into World War II, probably, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> born, dude, I, my, my uncle's granddaddy was in the trenches. Uh, yeah, fuck, no, I'm bad. No, but I've been around since uh, I remember watching stuff about Vietnam and Watergate and things like that when I was a little kid and thinking, what is this? What does this mean? And and my uncle going, I don't care what any of y'all say. Nixon was a good goddamn president. 
He was a good president. And he stood behind his people and took it to the took it all the way to where they got him out and of there. And the biggest you know? landslide victory of any president ever. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah. I mean, Monkey's won by argue. boatloads. And then, I then, think we discussed how that all played into the World Economic Forum and us going off the gold standard in 71 was yeah, right around yeah. the Nixon uh, administration. Well, that's, so yeah, that makes sense as to why they targeted Nixon the way that they did because he was so popular too, though. So that's yeah. that goes to show that the establishment has a history of wanting to control wild cards that get into office, you know, or people that they ultimately can't control. But uh, yeah, it, it'd be interesting. I, did we talk about that? We meant, I know I told you, but I don't know if we brought it up on here that YouTube is now approved. Uh, they've changed their policy. Now you're allowed to question elections. So now conservative and like internet news is immediately going, Oh, well, Trump's probably going to win now <laughs> because if they, if YouTube is changing their policy now, to say that you're allowed to question elections, the thought process is okay. Well, Trump's going to win. They're going to Trump's got to win. Question it, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, why would they be changing it? Because they sure as fuck don't want people to start mm-hmm. asking questions about 2020. There's no need for them to do that. Yeah. It, usually, if something like that happens for any reason, it's because they see something coming down the pike. You can see it all the time. Think about this. And this is what we're gonna. I'm gonna get up on the fringe a little bit, which we always do. We've talked about aliens. We've talked about oh, yeah. all kinds of crazy shit on here, especially back in the day. But um. Think about what happened to people that don't remember, and I'm not trying to belittle or, or say anything negative by 9-11, but what happened? Five minutes. What happened before that? The before day before 9-11. 9/11 oh, that, yeah. What happened? Uh, i you let them know. Donald Rumsfeld gave a speech talking about how they had lost, I think it was like $2 trillion. Where'd it go? We don't know. You know, in, in, de- in defense spending, I think is what it was. And what's even kind of scarier about that is just recently they said something very similar. There was a real, real big amount of money that they were like, eh, we don't know where this went. So, you know, I fuck. And then, the, and then people, the I don't want to say duh people, but lots of people still are like, you know what, man? We should, the government is, I'm sorry, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are already the two biggest mortgage lenders in America. It used to be countrywide. That happened in 2009, 2010, that, 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 that happened. I know lots of people that lost their houses. Right. 10 million Americans alone lost their homes in that time frame. Right. All right. Now, that's the two biggest mortgage lenders right now. That means they own your house. Right. As long as you're paying on it, you ain't got to pay it off. Okay. So that means they own that. Think about how many people are on Medicaid or Medicare that's basically a government-ran. You know. So do you honestly want the government to have more involvement in your life? That's my question to, to people that... Forget left, forget right. Do you want the government to have more involvement in your life? Do you want them to be able to see more things, control more things? Or would you rather them leave you alone, do what the government was designed and built to do via our Constitution? Not what all of our forefathers, don't get me wrong, some of them were scumbags. But again, that that, that whole attack on them is is to diminish the Constitution, to diminish America, to diminish. Look, these are extraordinary men. People go, oh, you should change more. The fuck the Bill of Rights didn't happen when the Constitution was wrote. Right. It happened years later. And, and, and this idea that I know that we live by the standards that they create, because that's obviously what the foundation of the country is on. And to say that we can't grow from it is silly, because clearly we have. Yeah. But you still have to be able to tie into that core. You still got to be able to tie into that core principle of, you know, freedom the ability to protect yourself, and the ability to let the government know they need to fuck off. Yeah. The moment the government stops being afraid of us is the problem, and that's long since passed. 
Dude, that, that was on the I, movie Ants. <laughs> yeah, it really was. It was. Once these great. fucking ants realized, you know, they didn't say fuck because he comes Right. Stuff, they should have said fucking. Yeah. It had been, but it was still a great scene. Yeah. The moment they realized that they they have the power they is the moment that we starve yeah. to death and are fucked. And the yeah. problem, too, is that what we talked about, and then we can let Dylan wrap it up, is that one of the last ones that we did, we talked about the whole, you know, uh, strong men create good times, good times. Create. That whole thing. <laughs> Is where we're at. That. Right. 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 It's funny though. That that's that's the problem is that we now have people that are complacent. You know, just like I was talking with her about earlier. You know, mm-hmm. like our generation, when I was ready to get my license, bro, you could not get me out on the road fast enough. Okay. My son, her daughter, they just nonchalant, not important. It's just man, whatever. And it's because they live in a world where everything is on your phone yep. and you can just do 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 and you can have food, grocery, everything brought to you. So why would I want to leave? Why would I need to leave and go out in the rain, in the hot, in any of this? They're preparing us for the 15-minute city. They yeah. want all the control and all of the power over what you think, eat, do, um, and it's not going to stop. We need to go towards a, a life where you know we're the, the free version of the animals that our ancestors were instead of this domesticated chihuahua that's nose is smushed so close to its oh, yeah. face it can't breathe yeah. um and we're moving towards it and bitcoin's going to propel us towards hey, it and, and real, real quick and like a, just a quick summary tell them the difference between that bullshit that they're throwing out with uh it's just like the money they're printing off Oh, yeah. Tell them the difference in that and Bitcoin. It's breaking out real small. Real well, quick, well, it, you tied right into what I was just saying about the, the, the desires of the federal government to have these 15 minute cities and the CBDC will be the main um, controlling mechanism for that agenda because it will give the Federal Reserve the ability to shut down your money when they choose to shut down your money tell you what you can and cannot spend your money on um, in, you know, comparison to Bitcoin, which the whole idea is that, you know, whether I like you or I hate you, you have the right to be able to spend your money the way that you choose to spend your money. And, you know, it's its whole attempt is to be the digital gold, to be a store of value that is, um, you and I as individuals can transfer between the two of us with no need for a third party actor to verify the transaction. Oh, oh well, I got Venmo. I don't, what, what's the difference? Well, Venmo's uh, that third party uh, transactor. If you want to get the money today, just like PayPal, you know what I'm saying? If you want to get the money today, it's going to cost you a little extra. Right. Where, where Bitcoin also, it's a legal tender. It's, it's a digital currency, but it's also a legal tender still. But the point is, I think they're going to make it to where it's not a legal tender, to where it's outlawed, to where well, they're it's illegal. They're going to try. They're going to try. But the, I think that the person, whoever, I don't know if he's dead or alive, whoever said she is. But, I mean, that's a big mystery. I mean, but he's got to be a bad motherfucker because if you have a, a million of those sitting there saying, okay, if you're a cyber thief and you're a badass, right. everybody knows there's some bad, there's some sick people that will harm people. No, they will. Hospitals. It's actually true. They will bribe. They will get ransom from hospitals. We're going to turn off all your machines in your hospital if you don't pay us this money. We have your IT. That's a fact. That shit oh, happens. Yeah. Uh, and they hold them ransom. And, yeah. I, and they, the hospitals have money set aside for not just you know other things, but for that. So 
think if somebody's that demented, think about how far they'll go to get the the Bitcoin out of your account or my account. Or your I account. think what you know what what I think people need to understand is this, you know, because a lot of people I think they don't. I, I, my nephew, I don't think he he's like, well, so what if they got us? It doesn't matter to me. What people need to understand is that before us, you need to respect the fact that there were people before us. Yes. There were men and women that lived in a far different time, a far simpler time that was removed from all this technology and all this fog that gets put into your view. Mm -hmm. So they were willing to go fight in other countries and here and die for what our founding fathers created. The right to free speech, the right to bear arms, the right to privacy, the right to religion, all of these things that make our country exceptional and make it the best experiment of ever of a superpower that has ever existed because there was an attempt and despite everything that you hear now, an attempt to make equality and fairness for everybody, or at least the opportunity to have it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it was perfect, doesn't mean it was right, but it was an attempt, and that was the thought process. So you need to understand and appreciate that because they fought for that. And if you're not going to appreciate that they fought for it, then you're not going to want to fight for it, and you're not going to get to have it. So you're going to need to understand that it's going to have to be fought for, and you're going to have to. Otherwise, it's going to get taken and it's going to be so much worse than what you think. No matter what you can think, it's going to be bad. It'll be worse. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that it says that there's a lot of rights in the Constitution. Like we've done a lot of things. The three that people misunderstand all the time, the life, liberty, and they always say life, liberty, and happiness. No. Pursuit of that's happiness. That's not what it says. Yes. It says pursuit of happiness. Right. There's a fucking big word of difference between those two. Absolutely. So now, I mean, just, just keep it in mind. Again, think freely. Uh, I will say real quick before we close it up, because uh, this video is amazing. If you go to Band.Video and look under the Reese Report, I think no matter whether you're right or left, the Reese Report is solid as fuck. But he put one out, and the title of it is David Martin Exposes Timeline of Biggest Democide in Recorded History, which he's referencing COVID-19. Yeah. This guy and is in the... the democide. Think about that. <laughs> right. He, he was in the EU. He was testifying, and he basically covered... The inception of COVID, uh, which was, you know, uh, I think it was like 60 years ago, is what he referenced, one of the first things about it, all the way up to current. He gives a timeline. He gives a breakdown of copyrights, uh, adjustments to copyrights to cover the fact that an accidental release or an intentional release would be a part of the vaccine uh, uh, copyright rules. So pretty in-depth. It's like five minutes. Like most of the videos on the Reese Report, no more than six minutes. They're beautiful. Yeah. Quick, concise, to the point. Uh, he's got that one. And then there was one other one that was good. Um, uh, well, no, that wasn't. I don't know. I don't see it on here now. But that one in we'll particular, though, next time. that yeah. was good. Reese Report, look at that. Uh, the one about COVID is just is fucking crazy. And and think, and like he said just a minute ago, man, don't let anybody, anybody let you tell you how to think, how to feel. What to how to act? You you bring that on yourself. You know what I'm saying? That's your own responsibilities. That's what you do. Even and let if you're a younger person, you're listening to this. Say under the age of 18, I don't recommend it. But if you are, <laughs> then then I honestly hope that that you'll listen to the people that do want to sincerely help you. You know, some people don't have good parents. We know that. Some people don't have good role models. Don't have good parental figures or guardians. But the ones that do. If you're a kid man and you're listening to this hopefully it'll make you think that's the number one thing is to make you think and not even just think the same way as us because i really don't want you to think like me 
and I know lots of people don't want to think like the, the everyone else is. You don't have to break it down to right or left. You don't have to break it down and say, oh, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. You can be whatever you want to be. You know what I'm saying? You can, if yep. you want to believe in socialism, that's fine, but let's let's talk about it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You want to be a Democrat, let's talk about it. You want to be a Republican, let's talk about it. it let's, uh, let's open the lines of conversation where it's not bickering, arguing, cussing, screaming, you know. And that, that's a good way for me to say because I'm just the opposite. <laughs> but it, it, do, it as I, do as I do, not as I let's say. say dude, there you go. And, and, just, and just like the kid that was in the video that Ricky Schroeder was talking about that was getting sacrificed while the other people were rolling its blood all over their naked bodies, that kid was probably thinking to himself, please, please don't kill us. Please don't kill us. Please don't kill us.